From the PSA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we're talking with Chris Rogers and Stacy Garish about how we can be successful during lean snow times, uh, beginning of the year, maybe when there's not all that much coverage out there. Chris, Stacy, thanks very much for taking the time to chat. You bet, George. Thanks for having us. So let's get right into it. I mean, how do you really kick off a ceiling? You've got a season. You've got return instructors coming back. You've got new hires. You have guests out that want to have lessons. How do you control the limited hill space? Stacy? let's start with you. Um, there's limited hill space? What? What? Uh, just kidding. Um, so, yes, we have limited hill space right now because uh, Mother Nature has not cooperated. Um, so the way that we're managing that here is um, we are we're, we're fortunate here because we do have terrain open at the top of the mountain all the way to the bottom. So obviously the guests can choose to go wherever they want. Um, our lesson students, we're keeping um, anyone who's an advanced intermediate, or sorry, uh, low intermediate to advanced beginner down in our beginner area. And then we're only allowing our advanced intermediates and above um, those lessons to go up onto the bigger mountain. So we've sort of divided up who can go where in terms of lessons. As far as our instructor training, um, so we have new hire training going on right now as well as return instructor training. And um, with our return instructor training, um, we have a very specific um, clinic. The content's very specific, and actually um, we have defined a brushy corridor in the snow on our beginner train. So our return instructor training is going on in one designated area that we're sharing with the general public, and it seems to be working out really well. Um, I think actually people are pretty happy that we have brushy set up, and it gives them something to do in that area, and the instructors who are out teaching are loving it because it's defining uh, some turning space. Our new hire training, um, we're just doing a lot of work with our new hires on the green train that's open and the mild blue train that's open. Chris, how about you? How, what are your thoughts on the same question? You know, I think this is always an interesting time of year because some sometimes we've got 3,000 acres open by now and we're, we're skiing the back bowls, and then there's years like this where we have a couple hundred acres open and, and there's always that balance between um, – terrain for guests and terrain for, for training. You know, we at Vail have, have about 250 to 300 new instructors per year that we, we need to get trained up, but we also need to make sure that we're creating that amazing experience for our guests and, and really prioritizing space for them. So um, I, I think of this time period as one of those, one of those opportunities to really, um, really flex thinking on your feet and, and innovating and making changes on the fly. And it's, it can be incredibly stressful for us in, in training manager roles but it's also really rewarding when it comes together. The other thing that I really go to, um, you know, as we talk about full certs, being able to teach anything, anytime, anywhere, kind of that that's the idea behind the full cert is that's that, that complete picture. And so often we, we kind of infer that that means they can teach high level stuff. But I think really this is the time period you start to see the value of a full cert instructor is that they can teach anything, anytime, anywhere. I mean, they can teach advanced skiing on limited terrain and small spaces. And, um, you know, we've said it a, a hundred times in the last few weeks uh, that the, this is where the value of an instructor actually goes up. 
and, and where a good instructor who knows how to manage their, their guests, to keep them safe, um, to teach them what they need to know how to be out there, this is the time that those, those instructors shine. And, and the, you know, the, the training to get there is the same thing. We can put our trainers out and work on the fundamentals and really focus on what can you do in the terrain that you have. Um, and so it is, it's incredibly stressful and making these constant changes. And, you know, we don't have this terrain that we usually train on. We don't have that, but making those changes and figuring out ways to adapt and be flexible. That's what, you know, that's what our full cert, that's what our RMT and, uh, you know, advanced educator pathway does is prepare you for these, these kind of interesting times to train in. So what about those new hires who don't have the certification, but they've moved out, they're looking for work, there are limited lessons maybe, and uh, they're way down on the seniority. How do we keep them happy? Stacy? let's start with you. So <clears throat> um, I would say that whether we have a lot of snow or a little snow, um, we set the expectation with our new hires here that they really won't start teaching until the first holiday season, um, which is coming up here starting later next week. Um, so up until this point, I think it's been business as usual, really, with our new hires, um, because I don't think they had the expectation that they'd be working now. We're keeping them in their new hire training. Um, we're giving them the opportunity to go out and shadow instructors who are teaching as part of their training. Um, so, you know, hopefully starting later next week, um, you know, we may get a little bit more snow or have had the opportunity to make more snow and open more terrain. And then we certainly intend to get our new hires teaching as soon as, as, soon as possible. So I guess maybe we're remaining um, optimistic at this point. Chris, how about you? You know, I think uh, another way, another take on that, every spring we put a big focus with our instructor morning meetings and our topics about, uh, you, you know, you, you may have 100 days, but your guests that's just getting here for their spring break vacation, this is their first day on snow. And how do we keep that experience just as amazing for them as, as it, it was for your guests in December? And, and kind of helping, helping our staff put themselves back in that, like, excited for snow. Because, you know, we all face burnout. We all get tired of the season. And it's really interesting, kind of the reverse of that with new hires. Our, the new hires don't know what it's like to go through new hire training with the back bowls open or with, you know, all of the terrain open with a ton of snow. This is their first experience with new hire training. And that's where trainers training and advanced educators become so important for us as a school is helping those small, that small group of trainers that are going to be working with the new hires, helping them get fired up and excited and, and to go into new hire training like there's nothing different because really the, the time to train, I mean, what a great time to train. What a great time to be out there working on the basics, working on the fundamentals, because you don't need to be out skiing the back bowls or skiing in needy powder or, you know, th th that high-end experience isn't there right now. So there's an increased opportunity to focus on the fundamentals. And I, I think there's an, actually an opportunity to create a better new hire class during lean years like this than during the big powder years where, you know, people are maybe a little bit more, encouraged to go free ski and free ride than they are to go to to training and so um yeah there's challenges um but you know if you think about that rookie coming in they don't know any different it's our returning instructors that we have to keep motivated like don't worry the snow is going to come it always does um and 
and same message for them. Like, Hey, what are you doing to, to build your own skills? Like go out with a level two training this week, go out with a level three training, like start working on those fundamentals, start working on, you know, steering with your, with your legs, start working on pressure management, like work on those fundamentals because that's all there is to do right now. And, and really build yourself up for a good season by focusing on it now. Now, I'm going back 40-plus years to my first time on skis. It was at Crested Butte, Colorado, incredibly lean snow year. There were big brown patches, and I walked out there, and it was just magical. Uh, and that was when I decided I wanted to be a ski instructor, going through that week's worth of lessons. Stacy, it's easy to kind of forget what it's like when we first come up to a mountain and, and how magical it actually is. Um, mm -hmm. and thinking about maybe the guest isn't going to be too excited, kind of put your, put your thought on the guest and how we can provide really the standard of guest service. So I think we can provide the standard of guest service regardless of how much snow is on the ground. Um, you know, I think one of the best things for all of us to remember right now is that many of our guests come from geographical areas where they don't have mountains. You know, it may be flat or flatter than it is here. And just the fact that they're coming up into these mountains with the bright blue sky and, you know, the geography looks different to them, that in and of itself is really exciting for most of our guests. And then the guests that get up on the mountain, you know, right now we seem to have a lot of beginners and advanced beginners taking lessons. They don't know any different, sort of to what Chris was speaking about a few minutes ago, um, they're just so happy to be learning a new sport and to be sliding on snow. And, um, you know, it's like people, if they haven't seen the mountain full of snow, they think that this is great. Um, I had someone say to me earlier today, you know, when you're down in Avon and you look up at Beaver Creek right now, it, it looks fantastic. All the trails actually look white and, you know, it looks really great. So I think it's important for us that are more seasoned and used to powder days and having you know, maybe more terrain open now than we do at the moment. Um, for many of our guests, this is still an exciting experience for them just to um, not only be on snow, but to see kind of the holiday spirit in the village and smiles on everyone's face. So I think we have to look at things through their lens versus through our own. And Chris, let's take that another step. Uh, you were really getting into how the RMT and your full cert instructor can teach on any terrain to any level. Uh, how do we get the guests to, I hate the term, buy into that, but uh, realize that, hey, I can get a good lesson out here no matter if I'm not going into trees or skiing steeps. I think it goes to what Stacy was just saying. Guest, guest service has nothing to do with skiing. And and, and we provide a great ski lesson through good guest service and through good people skills and through good teaching skills and, and absolutely through good technical skills. But the beginning of that starts with guest service. And, and, and the reason that people come take ski lessons year after year after year isn't just for the improvement in technical ability. That needs to be there, but it's also about the relationship that our, that our instructors create with our guests. And I think you know, this is, there is a, a big opportunity for resorts right now with these lean years to put out the, that message that, that, yeah, the snow's a little firm, learn how to ski it better. Yeah, the, you know, the, there's not as much terrain out there open right now. Learn how to ski better. Learn how to ride better. Learn how to use that terrain more effectively. Learn how to control, um, you know, what, where you go on the mountain uh, by booking one of our, our pros. And I think, um, 
you, you know, that there's, there's always that thought that like, yeah, you're going to want your instructor out in, the, in you know, skiing meaty powder and like, but that's not the majority of what, what we do. The majority of what we do is introduce guests to a sport that we love. And I think that, that opportunity still, still exists regardless of the snow and kind of what Stacy was saying, like, this may feel like a really, I mean, it is absolutely a, a, a low snow year for us. It's a great snow year for Florida. Like if you, if you're out here visiting from, from somewhere near the equator and you don't get a lot of snow per year, like we've got way more snow than, than many other parts of the country. And, um, you know, getting out and, and playing in the snow and, and picking up a new sport, it, you don't have to have 5,000 acres to do that. You don't have to have, you know, 200 lifts to do that. A couple of beginner lifts and a, and a great instructor and, and the guests are going to have a great time. And so, you know, it's really on the resort to communicate that and, and to really share that message with our guests. So Stacy, opening day at Beaver Creek, uh, back November 22nd, great energy. How is that carried over into now and uh, how is it carrying into the holidays? Um, I think the energy is carrying over pretty well. Um, you know, it is. It, it can be a little um, disconcerting when you know you put on your 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 winter gear and you go outside and it's warm. Um, but I feel like everyone's staying optimistic and um, enjoying just feeling the wind in your face and being out on the hill. Um, I think as a resort. Um, I think both of our resorts are doing this right now. We're offering things to our employees who may not be working as much as they were planning to. So we've got employee dinners that we're offering. Um, we've got a lot of different things that we're trying to do right now for our employees to kind of help them still feel appreciated and to help offset um, some of what they may not be earning by providing them with meal with a few meals. And I think things small gestures like that make a big difference and definitely go a long way. Um, for sure. Now, Chris, I've been going up in the mountains and really enjoying a lot of bonus miles on my bike that I never get to enjoy in early December. What are you guys doing at Vail that's uh, really energizing the employees? You know, I think for everyone, it's it's all about finding that thing that recharges you, right? And And, and for a lot of us, that is getting out to free ski and free ride. And, and that part's maybe not as good as, as what we all want right now. And so it's, it's, what's your backup plan? Is it going to some training and, you know, working towards your goals for the year, because you do have that time right now to focus on that. Um, for me, I got up and, uh, and went up with a group and split boarded up ski Cooper on Sunday. And I don't usually, um, get out this early in the season on my flipboard. And it was a good kind of reminder of, of, yeah, this is, this is a phenomenal opportunity because, it's so nice out because we don't have as much snow as normal. There are other opportunities to get out and refresh. Um, and then, and then it has meant that we've needed to be a little bit more creative with our elective training than normal. We, we've cut back on a lot of our on snow elective training just to make room for guests on our, on our more limited terrain. But we've also kind of offset that with some, some more fun clinics, uh, kind of outside the box clinics that maybe we should have been offering all along. And for example, this year, we uh, we put up a clinic during Birds of Prey over at Beaver Creek, and we sent Mike Porter and Joe Webster um, and Jay Evans and Karen um, over to actually do live movement analysis during the races. Uh, and and I mean, what an amazing opportunity to stay on the side of the run and watch these world class athletes, and then get the kind of play by play from someone like Mike Porter or Jay Evans or Joe Webster, and and to kind of 
hear what they're saying was fascinating. I mean, I mean, you just, it's not something we've offered before. And because things are lean, we're looking for opportunities to put out other training that one ended up there. And then we did a follow-up. Uh, we, we got some of the footage from the races and did a follow-up indoor MA and, and had 70 people show up to, to go through that indoors and, and kind of review it again. Uh, we've been doing ski tuning clinics. We've been um, doing some just kind of ski movie nights and, and just kind of getting people together to, to think about skiing and talk about skiing and get energized for the season. It doesn't have to be on snow. And um, it's just, yeah, every little thing we can do kind of like Stacy was saying to, to show the employees that, that we're, we're still excited for the season and we know it'll get here at some point and l- let's do everything we can to be ready for it when it's, when it gets here. Stacy, anything you'd like to add? Well, it just, uh, when Chris was talking about watching, um, world cup, it reminded me, um, of something I've seen before, uh, regarding Michaela Schifrin. And I, I can't find the exact quote right now, but, um, she often speaks to practice makes perfect. And I know that um, I've seen her do a lot of her training, and she she does a lot of training early season when there isn't a lot of snow um, on mellow terrain, uh, really skiing slowly and working on her fundamentals. And so I think um, that's just a great message for us to remind our staff that you don't need the whole mountain to become a better um, athlete in your sport. Chris? I love that quote. I think that sums things up really well. Well, Chris Rogers, Stacy Garish, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair. Always a blast, George. Thanks, George. From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.